0: Hey guys, this is Dr. Molly
1: and Todd Rowland,
0: and we're bringing you the podcast, the business side of the pet industries. And today we're here with Tina Davis, the organizer and founder of the Rocky Mountain Groom Expo. We're excited to have her here today because 2024 will bring the second year and it's looking like it's going to be even bigger and even better than the amazing show that we were lucky enough to go to next year. So hi, Tina. Thanks for uh, being here with us today. Hi, thanks for having me. I appreciate you taking the time. So first let's kind of get a little into why it was that you started the Rocky Mountain Groom Expo.
2: So um, my daughters are groomers. I am, I'm not a groomer, actually. Um, I am their office manager. And, but as a group, the three of us would travel to expos and we really love the education aspect that expos give and, and, Every time we went to one, we'd come home going, I wish there was one closer (laughs) Um, because we're just spending so much on travel and it takes so much time out of our schedule from grooming and we have to schedule so many days off. So we really started talking about how to bring one closer to the Midwest and the West. Um, And so driving home from an expo, I really started talking about it with my daughters and they're like, mom you should do it. <laughs> so Rocky Mountain Room Expo was born. We just went for it. And uh, it, it, it was a lot of fun to plan last year. And it was a really great event. And I'm really looking forward to 2024.
0: Awesome. I know we were too. That was, obviously your first year. And that was, so And we got to present a few classes there, but we just wanted to say we love the expo. And I think part of that was that it had such an emphasis on the actual education part of it. And I mean, yes, there was contests and competitions and um, the trade show floor, but mainly, I mean, you could tell the focus was education. Groomers were there to learn. Um, the speakers were there to educate, and we just really enjoyed that aspect of this conference.
1: One thing, that too, that really set it apart, in my mind, was the venue it was at. You know, most of the trade shows you go to, and I know there, some of are larger and things, they have to be at a place that may not be. You know, a lot of these places you go to are not even dog-friendly. I mean, they'll let the dogs come in for the competition, but just the facility you hosted it at, is phenomenal. Uh, we love that facility. The fact that there was areas for you to walk your dog around if you were, if you had your dog there for a show uh, or competition, just we, we love that facility. I think it really just, it being such a pet friendly place really vibed up the energy of the event.
2: Yeah. Under the Sun was a great host for us. Um, we kind of found them by accident. We were we were looking at hotels because that's where expos generally are held right and we just could not find a hotel i am from colorado springs and so i didn't want to have to travel to do the that was defeating right. my purpose <laughs> I able to host my own expo and uh, we just couldn't find any hotels they said they were pet friendly but they didn't want this and i i just don't think anybody understood the concept of what i was trying to do and then one of the hotels said, why don't you talk to under the sun uh, dog training? And I'm like, it's a kennel. <laughs> yeah. And Then I went there. It's not just a kennel. It's an amazing facility. And they've got lots, like you said, lots of grounds to walk the dogs. It is, it's not only dog friendly, it is geared towards pampering your dogs. It's a great place. And the owners of the place have been um, super helpful in, in getting our show put on. Um, They've made some concessions for us to be able to be there and really helped us with some suggestions on how to improve and letting us bring the food trucks in. And they've really been great. Under the Sun is a really great facility.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. And I also like, like for us, we were just starting our boarding facility and we've, we've had grooming for years, but that was new. So to go to somewhere, even though it was a grooming conference, and still see and get to interact with some of the team members there and everything, and ask questions and look around. Like that was really enjoyable too. Like you said, you just don't get that usually. Yeah, they
1: have an amazing staff. A lot of times when you go to these venues, you know the the, the staff of the venue um, they're just staff members. You know they don't love animals like we all do, and so right. everybody that works there to be so energized about. The pups and everything it just and having
0: us there instead of like aggravated yeah
1: it just seems like they were so welcoming of us uh, the educators the attendees just every i don't know it was just a fantastic venue
2: yeah we're really excited to be back there again and we worked really hard at at um we're gonna work really hard at making it even more the, the parking was a little bit of an issue last year Um, people didn't understand where to park. So we've got an extra parking attendant for uh, this year coming up so that hopefully we don't have to announce so many uh, people have to move their vehicle because they're blocking. So um, we're hoping that'll go a little bit smoother. Awesome.
0: And then based off of just last year's event and feedback, like what can uh, attendees expect to be different this year from last year?
2: So um, feedback last year was great. Um, I took everybody's It was our first year, so we had a few criticisms, which were, I give credit to the people who gave those criticisms. They were constructive criticisms, which I I really appreciate instead of just being mean. Um, (laughs) But uh, because we run into that a lot in our grooming businesses, don't we? Unfortunately. Um, Yeah. But everybody was really kind and had a lot of great suggestions on how we can improve. Um, It was requested that we offer classes on cat grooming. So I've got a couple of cat people coming. Um, And we are looking for cats to groom in a live demo. I put that on our Facebook page and people are already responding. Everybody's so supportive. Um, There's also been interest in financial planning. So I have been searching and I found a, a financial planner from Northwest Mutual and she is going to do a financial literacy workshop on Saturday morning. And then we're gonna follow that up but in the same room, we're just gonna do financial planning all day long. And we're gonna have different speakers and I believe you're one of them. Um, so we're gonna have the financial literacy workshop followed by uh, preparing for retirement and then getting organized to avoid crisis management. And then we're gonna end the day with groomers in the green with Dr. Molly Rowland. And I think that's a, a real. That's gonna be a really great day for uh, people who want to plan I mean, we, also, we start our businesses because we want to be financially independent and then we get stuck running those businesses and we forget to plan our future. So I think having a full day of focusing on our futures is going to be really important uh, for the educational aspect of the show.
0: Oh, yeah, we completely agree. That's one of our um, top things that we talk about and speak about is just understanding your finances, setting a goal for retirement, whether that's to sell your business or just be able to retire, Uh, you know, pricing, you know, all that rolls in together.
1: It's shocking uh, to me how many um, groomers do not take out short-term or long-term disability. I mean, a lot of groomers start at a very young age and they keep grooming, you know, they get the injury. And they don't necessarily have that skill set to go and do something else or they need time to gain a new skill set if they can't groom anymore. But to have some type of financial cushion is just so important. But again, people, they get so busy in their business or even if they're just working for someone else and they get so caught up in their, you know, just don't have enough time for your life anymore. Everything's just so constant and you forget about those little things until they happen.
2: Or if you want to sell your business, how do you set your business up To be attractive to a buyer. Yeah. Um, We've learned that, you know, there's buyers out there for businesses, but they don't, they're not necessarily groomers. They're looking at buying a grooming business, but they don't know anything about grooming. And so if you're your only employee and you want to sell, that person doesn't want to be a groomer. So now they've got to, it's, you've got to set your business up to be attractive either to another groomer or to a person who doesn't know anything. It's just, There's a lot of things to consider when you're trying to sell your business that we weren't aware of. We've been learning about. So,
0: oh, yeah, that's like so many like, oh, groomers will say, well, my business brings in two hundred thousand dollars a year. But if they're either the sole groomer or, you know, one of two groomers, you can't any income produced by that groomer. You can't count as you know. Just straight revenue when you're trying to sell a business because that person would either have to do it themselves or, you know, pay someone to do it. So, again, that's a great point that a lot of people just don't realize.
1: And I think, I mean, we had a conversation with somebody yesterday, and so many of us don't take, don't realize that we actually have to, you know, work on our business, not just work in it. And, you know, you have to keep your social media up. I mean, and people, you know, they're grooming 50 some people 60 hours a week, you know, five, six days a week. And they're not actually taking that time to actually work on their business, such as, you know, those things that you just talked about, you know, you have to, what is your plan? Do you want to sell it? Do you want to pass it along? Like you have to work on those things. And uh, you you had so many classes last year about stuff like that, that I think in this year, it sounds like you even have more. So that is, I just think that's so beneficial to the community.
0: Definitely. Uh, let's see. And then what do you know when registration is going to be open, when people can actually see, um, you know, go ahead, and get registered for some classes and some. I know you have different package options and things like that available or just a rough. Estimate. Whoops. Did I do that? <laughs>
2: uh, yeah. Our registration is going to open. Um, early registration goes live April 1st. And then contest registration is going to go live April fifteenth. Um, and as far as pricing, we're gonna we're gonna have two kinds of VIPs. We're gonna have um, a VIP, which includes uh, access to the all of our tickets include access to the vendor room. Um, unless you're not gonna take classes, then you need to purchase a vendor room ticket. But if you're purchasing an all day ticket or even just a ticket for a 90 minute class, you're gonna have access to the vendor room. So you don't need to purchase them separately. Um, But the VIP uh, is going to be um, for all three days, that's $460. And then we're gonna have a VIP plus uh, because we have some extra classes that are kind of exciting um, and we will include Dr. Favor in that VIP class. So Dr. Favor is going to be doing um, a three, he's gonna have uh, three days of classes. And so the VIP plus will be $660. And that includes all three days of Dr. Faber's classes. Or if you don't want to do anything other than Dr. Faber's classes, there are 400. Um, the two-day pass is going to be 385. And the single-day pass is going to be 185. And then, um, as I said, they're going to go uh, early registration. will start April 1st. And then the contest registration will be opening April 15th and each contest will be $95. Okay.
0: And then, um, do the contests have like an open intermediate and beginner level, or are they just one open level or how, how will that be set up?
2: You, we do, uh, A and B. So we have an, uh, a beginner and an advanced because we are not, um, a sanctioned show yet we have to be a show for 2 years and then we have to um, submit for sanctioning we're keeping it simple <laughs> we're keeping it simple and just doing um if you haven't so if you're advanced you need to have one um a couple of shows we'll have all the rules on our website once we get the website back up okay but- if you've never been in a contest before, or you've never—if you've been in a contest but never won before—you are a beginner. <laughs> okay, perfect. Awesome.
1: And what kind of uh, contest are you going to have?
2: So we've got sporting,
1: okay,
2: wire coats, other purebreds, salon freestyle, poodles, the dirty pot potluck will be back. That was super popular last year, and of course we can't have an expo without creative. So of course.
1: Okay.
0: Now, what is that dirty potluck
1: for people who don't know?
2: Dirty Pet potluck is, um, other expos call it a rescue roundup, mm-hmm. but I didn't, I didn't want to steal their name.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> and also, it's been really hard to find rescues that have long-haired dogs. Um, most of the rescues out here are pit bulls and things like that. So uh, we couldn't find a rescue to work with. So uh, we have a few salons that we're working with and a few breeders we're working with, and they're just going to bring us their dirty dogs and- mm-hmm. We'll have three hours to groom them. Last year, um, I didn't realize it would be a conflict, but it kind of was. We had dirty potluck happen right after poodles. They're not going to happen on the same day this time. So uh, we won't have that conflict. So that because a lot of people who wanted to do the poodles also wanted dirty potluck. And so they didn't have time for the prep.
0: It was we learned our lesson. So (laughs) we're going to do it different this year. Okay, Perfect. Um, And then so that's basically all have just anything else that I know um, we kind of talked a little bit about uh, maybe organizing um, and hosting like a a happy hour, a yappy hour. So pay attention um, to our calendar, the Rocky Mountain calendar. And once we get that settled, we'll make sure that you guys have that information.
1: And I know you've created this so that people in your community wouldn't have to travel so far, but we can tell everybody you know we traveled from Tennessee to Colorado and it was definitely worth the travel for us oh definitely when we were we went to about 10 shows in 2023 so um this was one of our favorites because like Molly said it was so educational focused um and it was just it was just a really nice event venue I mean it was just all around high class Colorado
2: in July is stunningly beautiful it's a little warm um, last year, we've had more humidity than we've had in thirty years in Colorado. So our air conditioners had a hard time keeping up. But
1: now, for people traveling out of town, um, is there going to be uh, recommendations on the website once it's up about where they should stay or um, anything like that?
2: Yeah, I'll have um I'm working with a couple of hotels right now trying to get that uh, worked out. Um, but there are several hotels r- right around uh, the expo area, right around us uh, under the sun, that are pet friendly. So um, there's also ones that aren't pet friendly. So if you're not traveling with a pet, there's tons of options. Um, for 2024, we tried to plan it the week after the Pikes Peak or Bus Rodeo. Um, last year, we were the same week as the rodeo. So hotel prices were a little high. So uh, we tried to avoid the rodeo this year to try and save people some travel money. Okay, perfect. I do have kind of a little bit of an announcement um, as far as what we're offering this year. Um, We're doing on Friday, the 19th, we're going to do a mock show. So anyone who has not shown in a, in a contest forum and wants to learn how to do it, um, we're going to do a mock show where you're going to you're going to prep your dog on your own you're going to come to the contest just like you know you would normally and we're going to have some great judges go through your dogs and judge you you're not actually going to be placed because it's not a real show but they're going to mark you where you would place in a real show and then after we're done with that we're going to go into a Uh, a two-hour class on how to prep. So they're going to go over your dog with you and tell you what you should have done. This is how it goes and and give you a timeline of how to prep for a show. Um, So the whole thing is going to be a a five-hour learning process on how to prepare for a contest and do a contest.
0: Oh, that is awesome. I've never heard of something like that.
2: So we, I was, I grew up doing 4-H I raised, I have four kids, I raised my kids doing 4-H, and that was how they learned to show their animals. They would have these mock show clinics, and they'd go and and, and talk with judges and learn how to show their animals. And I thought, you know, it's really weird. As adults, we're just expected to know how to do this stuff. Right, yeah. Nobody teaches it.
1: Well, I so, think so many people, too, have a fear of, uh, you know, they have the talent to compete and stuff, but they have that fear of not necessarily knowing if they don't have a friend or someone who's done it before for something like this could really we could see a lot more talent get into these shows if they had a, a program like this to take that fear off of them
2: exactly if you don't have a mentor where do you start it seems like a very one of my daughters wants to do contests but it's so overwhelming um she did one uh she did the Teton uh show the first year okay and uh, she did she did good but her anxiety was so high because she wasn't sure what was going to happen. And I think a lot of people have that. We let our anxiety get in the way of our success. So I'm trying to offer these classes to help people with their anxiety, to help people with the blocks that they're creating for themselves so that they can grow. Um, that's really where my heart is for, for the expo.
0: Oh yeah, I think that is um, a great goal. And I think you're doing a, the, this expo is doing a great job with that especially, I don't know. I mean, that's just amazing. That mock show thing. Like we have a team member um, that is a competition groomer. And I remember his first show that he did was in Atlanta um, when it was Atlanta pet fair still. And just the, like, just like everything you talked about, the nerves, the uncertainty that, you know, you're being scared and anxious and like you think you know how to groom, but like, then you don't know what to do, where to go, what available equipment's going to be available to you you know your feedback and the judges and so I mean a class that we could have had him take to be prepared for that like I don't know I think that's a great thing and I'm honestly surprised that it's not at more shows but I think that I mean you guys hit the nail on the head with that one
1: <laughs> yeah I thank think it's huge
0: thank you thank like, you
2: yeah, I wouldn't like I said when when my daughter was getting into it there wasn't any other than watching YouTube videos but she's a um, we all learn differently. And sometimes watching videos isn't thorough enough, or you don't feel like you're understanding enough, or you don't get the right view or the right angle on it that you need. So on-hands learning, I think is just super important for all of us.
0: Definitely. Okay. So, well, thank you. And again, um, for everyone, I don't know that we actually mentioned the dates, but this is July 19th through twenty. Uh, the 19th through the 21st um, in Colorado Springs. This is the Rocky Mountain Groom Expo. So those are the 2024 dates. So make sure to get those on your calendar. Um, And especially if you guys are wanting that in-depth financial coaching education, like uh, Tina said, there's a whole day Saturday. You know, you've got 10 and a half hours of just financial education that you can take with different um, instructors, different educators that can really get in and answer those specific questions that you guys have. Um, And then the cat grooming, again, that's a big one. We're seeing that more and more at these expos. So the fact that there's the cat grooming options here, there's, I think you said three different classes. Like that's a lot of cat information if you're unsure or you just need to learn some more things.
1: And that seems, in in, in our area, it's a really, uh, it's a very financial positive move to do in our area. I'm not sure about everybody's area, but cat grooming, because so few people do it right now, the, the people that we do have doing it are charging a very, very high premium and they're getting it because there's, you know, there's, let's just say there's 50 groomers in our local area. I mean, there might be four that are doing cats. And so just to be able to get in with them and people are willing to pay that premium. So for you to offer that education to people who may not have experience in it yet to open them up to a new line of revenue and income is, is huge.
0: Yep, exactly. It's like mobile grooming was 10 years ago. Yeah,
1: yeah. absolutely.
0: <laughs> yeah. <Everybody cares. laughs> yeah, it's definitely an underserved market um, for the cat groomers. But thank you again. And we'll be sure to update with more information. And then anyone who's interested, we do have a couple classes. We're doing a, a four hour um, class on Saturday, groomers in the green. So again, that's touching all on the financial side. And then Sunday, we have a four-hour class that building your dream team, which is all about employee retention, customer satisfaction, um, how to retain employees, keep morale up, that kind of thing, quality of working life. And then we also have a two-hour class on pricing Sunday.
1: And if you're not in the area and you're thinking you may not be able to afford to travel to Colorado, look, look, look it up now. I mean, if you book far enough in advance, you can find cheap flights, you can find cheap hotels she's going to have some links in the website some hotels she's working with so do your pre-planning go ahead and if you're in the area you need to go ahead and be asking off from your employer now don't wait until June, June to ask off for July like let's go ahead it's first of the year let's you know start asking off and make a plan so you don't miss this awesome event well
0: and there's a Rocky Mountain Facebook page we saw um, and it's still active and you know we saw last year groomers making plans to ride together or room together, just like the other conferences. So make sure that if, again, if you're trying to figure out how to afford it, you may be in the same boat in the same area with some other team members to ride together, room together, things like that. I'm
2: all for supporting that kind of thing. I know a, a woman was trying to get out here from Iowa and she shared on her page and I shared it on our page and we got her here. Yeah, so yeah. We, we,
1: yeah. <laughs> we know what you're talking about. That's awesome. Uh, the This community is so helpful with each other.
0: Yeah. Yep. Awesome. Well, thank you again, Tina. And we cannot wait for the Rocky Mountain Groom Expo this year.
2: Sure. I'm looking forward to it. I'm really excited. Thanks for having me.